This is the San Francisco Experience with your host, Jim Hurley. Season 3, Episode 18, Urban Hiking, Your Gym Replacement. Tomorrow marks four months since San Francisco went into full lockdown with a shelter-in-place order on March 16, 2020. And unlike most of the other American cities and states, we have never really emerged from the shelter-in-place. A couple of minor reopening orders were issued and then revoked. And gyms have never seen the light of day since March 16th, which was my last day at the gym. For me, giving up my daily ritual of working out was very tough. I had maintained the same routine, more or less, at the same gym for 26 years. And it was quite a rigorous start to my day. I was up at 4.30 a.m. The gym actually opened at 5 a.m. And I started off with one hour of cardio on the treadmill or the exercise bike. I actually used to run four and a half miles along the Pacific Ocean before I went on to the treadmill. But in any case, I would begin my day with one hour of cardio, treadmill, or the exercise bike, followed by 45 minutes of weights and or stretching classes such as Pilates or yoga. That was all followed up with a 15-minute sauna, shower, and back home by 7.30 a.m., and that's how I began my day for about 26 years. I maintained that routine for six days a week, and even when traveling, I tried to always seek out the local gym or the gym at the hotel. As well as untold health and flexibility benefits, it also helped to manage stress and maintain my sunny disposition. However, having to give it up and the daily conversations and friendships I made over 26 years left a big hole in my life. When it became apparent in May that my gym days were over, I canceled my 26-year membership with a very heavy heart and with much regret and also a tinge of sadness. But going back to a crowded, low-ceilinged, poorly ventilated facility, even in a post-COVID era of the future, was just not on the cards for me. Nor would I revert to recreating an in-home gym, which I had done in the past. Yes, I'd bought all the expensive equipment, but I knew that, as in the past, it would only end up gathering dust. So what were my exercise options now that the gym was closed and I didn't want to recreate a mini home gym? Well, we have always loved hiking in the Sierras and throughout the Bay Area. So I began to substitute a daily walk, sometimes with my wife and sometimes by myself, to fill my exercise void. We live here in San Francisco, and there are countless miles of urban walks on flat ground and up and down hills 
that got my attention, but still, it wasn't the gym. So I broke down the elements of my gym experience that made it special and unique. Commitment. Same time every day. Two-hour exercise window. Varied pace and varied challenge. Tracking of my performance. Setting of goals. Sharing results. And I applied all of those factors to my daily walks. Last week, for instance, I hit a personal best of a 50-mile goal for my seven-day routine. And that has set a pretty high and a tough performance bar for me going forward to do 50 miles in a week. Whether I'm able to maintain that, only time will tell. So what exactly is urban hiking? I didn't invent it. It's been around long before I came on the scene and was thought and was forced to rethink my exercise routine. Like many outdoor activities, it's all about setting goals, exploring new places or old places with new eyes and new attitudes, getting a physical workout, and being outdoors. Similar to hiking in nature, it's all about emptying your mind and de-stressing to relax. Whether in California's Sierras or on San Francisco's sidewalks, hiking is a great way to forget about the cares of everyday life for a couple of hours. Hiking is different from walking in a couple of important ways. First, you are looking for an element of surprise and discovery. Walking around your block is not a city hike. Hiking is about observing the world at a human-powered speed. When you're moving at, say, three miles an hour, or one mile every 19 to 20 minutes, your eyes, body, and brain are observing and processing all of your surroundings. Pounding the sidewalk can be as mind-expanding as being in nature, and even more stimulating in some senses. And certainly, you do have to have your wits about you given traffic and the very rich street life that we have here in San Francisco. Months of enforced confinement indoors is not only monotonous, but also soul-deadening. Looking at the mundane, everyday cityscape that you ignored on your way to, to work or to shopping or somewhere else was more exciting or interesting, and perhaps it's worth a second look. And the beauty of urban hiking is that it's right outside your door. And I guess it's also a question, particularly during this lockdown confinement era, of necessity is the mother of invention. And in this case, necessity was my need to replace my daily workout and gym routine. 
having a defined route for your hike, which can track, which you can track on any number of smart apps, such as Map My Walk or Map My Miles, helps to record your routes for future route use. And it's also useful to be able to share those routes on social media. The personal accountability of the gym workout and the gym workout buddy gets replaced with some of these trackers that your friends and families can check to see your progress. The cardio aspect of the urban hike is obvious, but what about strength training and flexibility exercises? Look for a parkour. We have several here in San Francisco with individual stations for sit-ups, pull-ups, crunches, balance walks, etc. And the parkour helps to vary the cardio routine of the, the walk, the hike. And it also helps to work specific muscle groups, uh, particularly the upper body and the abdominal muscle groups that you might not be uh, working as part of your hike, certainly part of the walk. Here are a few tips for, trans, for, for transferring a walk into an urban hike. Number one, choose a destination and set it as your urban hike destination. Number two, map it beforehand. Number three, never backtrack and, always, and try to make loops where possible. Bring your gear in a small backpack, water, snacks, sun protection, a cell phone, and perhaps a map. And make sure you're wearing the right shoes. Light hiking boots are probably your best bet. Give yourself a full two hour plus window that you dedicate daily to this urban hike and try to do it at the same time every day like you did for the gym. Also, try to work in, try to make a purpose out of it. You know how they say party with a purpose? In this case, you're gonna hike with a purpose. Uh, maybe you're going to get the paper, maybe you're going to the supermarket, something like that. You are carrying a backpack, so you are gonna be able to carry other items with you that you can pick up along the route. So hike with a purpose. That also gives a, a direction and a focus to your time outdoors. When you're mapping and planning an urban hike, think about walkability. And what is walkability? It's a measure of how friendly an area is to actually walking. Sidewalks, rights of way, easements, footpaths, traffic and road conditions, and pedestrian safety are all part of the walkability concept. How friendly is the built-up environment that you're going to be walking in? How friendly is it to people walking through it? Consider street connectivity. Consider residential density, land use mix, the presence of vegetation, entrances along street frontages. There's nothing worse than walking down 
uh, a street, a long street, and it's just a solid, solid wall without any variance of windows, doors, entries, pathways, etc. Try to avoid those those obvious uh, those obvious boring places such as those. And the as I said, the presence of vegetation, the transparency of buildings. Also, remember the five Ds of the built-up environment. Density, diversity, design, destination accessibility, and distance to transit. At some point, you may actually, you may get tired, you may want to hop on transit and go home. But those five Ds, I'll repeat them, they're part of your, they're considerations as part of the built-up environment that you're probably obviously not going to be focused on at a gym, namely the density of your surroundings, the diversity of your surroundings, the design of the buildings, the design of the neighborhoods that you're in, the destination accessibility, and distance to transit, the five Ds of urban hiking and enhancing your, your experience in the urban environment. All of them will impact the walkability of your route and the satisfaction of walking that route. So there are, there are the five Ds to keep in mind. According to the, the Arthritis Foundation, there are 12 major benefits to walking. And I'll just, they're fairly obvious, but I'll walk you through them all the same. Number one, Walking improves circulation, and it strengthens the heart, and whether it's for men or for women. Walking also shores up your bones. It can stop the loss of bone mass for those who have osteoporosis, particularly for women. And in fact, one study of postmenopausal women found that 30 minutes of walking a day, each day, reduce their risk of hip fractures by 40%. It helps you enjoy a longer life. Research finds that people who exercise regularly in their 50s and 60s are 35% less likely to die over the next eight years than their non-walking counterparts. And that number shoots up to 45% less likely to die for those who have underlying health conditions. Number four, it lightens your mood. Walking releases natural pain-killing endorphins to the body, and one of the emotional, which is one of the emotional benefits of exercise. California State Long Beach conducted a study that showed that the more steps that people took during the day, the better their moods were. Helps with a weight loss program. A brisk 30-minute walk burns about 200 calories, and over time, Calories burned can lead to pounds dropped. Strengthens muscles. Walking tones your legs and your abdominal muscles, and even arm muscles if you pump them as you walk. This, of course, increases your range of motion, and it helps to shift the pressure and the weight from your joints to your muscles. It improves your sleep. Studies have found that, particularly for women between the ages of 50 to 75, who took one hour morning walks, they were more likely to relieve insomnia than women who didn't walk. Walking supports your joints. 
the majority of joint cartilage has no direct blood supply. So movement and compression from walking squishes the cartilage, bringing oxygen and nutrients into the area. Number nine, it improves your breath. Uh, it helps to eliminate waste products and improving your energy level and the ability to heal. It slows down mental decline. Women who walked two and a half miles per day had a 17% decline in memory, as opposed to 25% decline in women who walked less than a mile per week. It lowers your Alzheimer's risk. A study from the University of Virginia in Charlottesville found that men between the ages of 71 and 93 who, more, who walked more than a quarter mile a day had half the incidence of dementia and Alzheimer's than those who walked less. And finally, the more you do, the less likely you are to suffer a disability or some other debilitating illness. All of those 12 health tips and health benefits of walking came from the Arthritis Foundation. So I commend that to your attention. They're the obvious health benefits of, of walking. And finally, in this era of the iPhone as well as Fitbit, I wanted to mention a couple of, a couple of apps that enhance the urban hiking experience. If you're a technophile, a couple, of, uh, a couple of apps that you may want to take a look at, namely Map My Walk, which can track your route through the city. It uses GPS, and you can record those hikes and go back to them for future references. You can also share those hikes with friends and family through social media. Of course, the ever-present Fitbit, whether you wear a Fitbit on your wrist, or you simply have a Fitbit app on your iPhone, or you have a pedometer app on your iPhone, will let you track your steps and your miles. Not quite as fancy with the visuals as my map and actual, actually mapping out your route, but if all you're looking to do is to track your actual steps walked, your miles walked, a simple Fitbit app on your iPhone or the pedometer app on your iPhone will do very nicely indeed. And then finally, the All Trails app is a terrific source of hiking trails, even in cities and of course, out in the country. So there are some of the apps, there are many more, but there are some of the apps that I use that have really enhanced my urban hiking experience. And of course, I would be remiss if I ended this podcast without a shout out for two spectacular urban hikes here in San Francisco, namely the 49 mile drive and the Crosstown Trail. The 49 mile drive, I'm not suggesting you drive it, but the 49 mile drive is largely walkable and it appears on a number of different apps such as All Trails. The 49-mile drive was launched at the 1939 Golden Gate Exposition to celebrate the opening of the Golden Gate Bridge and the Bay Bridge in 1936-37. It is well signposted 
and takes you through all of San Francisco's spectacular landmarks, history, and geography, as well as through its colorful neighborhoods. To walk it, even somewhat vigorously, would probably take about three days. So perhaps you do one segment a week over a month's period. That may be one for your bucket list. And then finally, the Crosstown Trail is a 17-mile trail which is accessible through the All Trails app. It's a mixture of hiking trails, parks, hidden paths, and more. It begins at Candlestick Point in the extreme southeast corner of the city, and it wends its way through the heart of San Francisco to Land's End in the extreme northwest of San Francisco. The 17 miles in between leads you through the heart of the 49 square miles, which is the city of San Francisco. And it takes you through the varied and colorful neighborhoods throughout its parks, the thoroughfares, the boulevards, and its alleys. And you start at the edge of the San Francisco Bay and you end at one of the westernmost promontories in the continental United States, which is called Land's End. There's actually a national park ranger station there. Also, the famous Cliff House is located there with its wonderful views. Land's End is perched on rocky peaks above the dramatic crashing waves of the Pacific Ocean. You have the Golden Gate Bridge behind you and the Pacific Ocean, Japan, and Asia before you. And after a hike like that, I promise you, you will be a lifelong hiker and a lifelong urban hiker. And in closing, I'd like to leave you with some inspirational quotes about urban hiking and walking in general. This is from Mahatma Gandhi. Strength does not come from physical capacity. It comes from an indomitable will. And then, of course, there's Mark Twain. The secret of getting ahead is getting started. Frederick Nietzsche. All truly great thoughts are conceived while walking. Bears repeating. All truly great thoughts are conceived while walking. And then here's another one. He who would learn to fly one day must first learn to stand and to walk and to run and to climb and to dance. One cannot fly into flying. On an early morning walk is a blessing for the whole day. Henry David Thoreau. And here's a, a witty one. The best remedy for a short temper is a long walk. And that's by Jacqueline Schiff. John Muir had this to say about walking. I only went out for a walk and finally concluded to stay out till sundown for going out. For going out, I found, was really going in. And that's by the great environmentalist and conservationist, John Muir. Number eight, Noel Coward, I like long walks, especially when they're taken by people who annoy me. 
in very witty Noel Coward tradition. And finally, Henry David Thoreau, methinks that the moment my legs begin to move, my thoughts begin to flow. And that's by Henry David Thoreau. My sources for today's podcast include the several apps, including the Old Trails, GearJunkie.com, Wikipedia, the Arthritis Foundation, and Brainy Quotes. This has been the San Francisco Experience with your host, Jim Hurley, signing off from America's favorite city, San Francisco.